Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times, your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine for mature adults and the radio show for persons living in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning in to our show today. Also, thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also, thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple and Android devices. In just a few minutes, we're going to discuss the availability of private home care services in our area. So stay tuned to the show for some very beneficial and important information for you and your loved ones. Remember, if you're unable to find a copy of our current issue or past issue, you can visit our popular website at www.bebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues of our magazine, as well as to view the 2021 Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory, as well as to listen to previously broadcast shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Now that we have the COVID-19 vaccines, it's going to be up to you to make the decision to get this vaccine in the coming weeks and months. Hopefully these vaccines will help the world get back to normal as soon as possible. Remember to visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information. And now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and A-Bears Town and Country at Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and A-Bears Tunning Country Report, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Kaligas, and I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show are two special guests is Miss Maria Gildon, who is the client services manager, and Miss Heather Dudley, who is the business manager with Always Best Care, who is serving the Shreveport and Bossier City and surrounding area. So thank you ladies for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you for having us. So I want to help educate our listeners a little bit about what you do and also overall what does a private duty home care services does provide for patients throughout our area. We do, do we still call them patients or there's a new word now? They're actually clients and we are a non-medical senior care service and we provide personal services for all of our clients. We start with ADLs, which are the activities of daily living, bathing, dressing, grooming, meal prep, um, we like to provide companionship, of course. <clears throat> Once our personal needs are met, then we're going to provide the IADLs, or the instruments of activities daily living. Light housekeeping, we do laundry, um, we can assist with pet care if need be. We run errands, we can take them to their doctor's appointments. Pretty much any basic need that we have, that's what our caregivers are there to provide. Okay, so I want to emphasize to our listeners, you're known as Always Best Care, and you've been a big supporter of the best of times uh, for many years, as well as uh, you are listed as one of our private uh, home home care services providers in our Silver Pages Senior Research Director. So tell us a little bit about 
about the about your agency? Uh, Always Best Care is licensed, bonded, and insured non-medical and home care agency, as Maria shared a minute ago. The philosophy of Always Best Care is that we just have a passion for helping people maintain a safe, independent, and dignified lifestyle. Um, we are sometimes known as being a senior home health agency. However, we do provide services for any age that is necessary because there are some that have surgery and simply don't have a family member that's available to be there to care for them. So it's really more about just people in general. Yeah, I like that you mentioned that, Heather, but it could be all ages that need the services and not just senior. And I'm glad you you don't call yourself senior care services. That's correct. There are some agencies throughout the United States that do call themselves, and that that makes, you know, it's going to help seniors and boomers only, but there are others that could be under that. And and the, the definition of senior sometimes is right. As you notice, the best of times doesn't use the word senior in its title or you're celebrating age of maturity. It could be a young age. So uh, you, you never know how that might be. So, again, it's a very important, uh, everybody out there. She mentioned a, a, a something very quickly. Licensed, bonded, and insured. That's critical. Very critical. Because you just don't know who you're bringing into your home these days. And I think that right now... Um, we're seeing that more prevalent with, you know, the COVID-19 and people needing more and more help in their home because of the fact that they're not able to get out and service their needs themselves. So being licensed, bonded, and insured puts their mind at ease to know that we are making sure that we send the people into your home that we have screened and we know that we're carefully selecting those people so that you can have the peace of mind that you've got someone safe in your home that's not going to steal from you or who may not have the actual expertise that they say they do because we've done background checks, we've done drug testing and things like that. Well, and that's again, that's important listeners out there for your loved ones to be taken care of by some company or agency that has experience in, in providing that type of care. And we're going to talk about a little bit later hiring private caregivers, which a number of people do, still do. Uh, has its risk, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I do want to get uh, to put you on a little pedestal here. Is that you are a part of a, a large franchise? That's correct. And that has distinct advantages. You have corporate support, corporate people that are, are thinking about the latest, greatest, and improvements, as well as I'm sure the the manuals. Everything's updated to meet all federal, state, local uh, laws, as well as the latest, greatest in, in treatment and, and care. You don't treat, but you, you teach your caregivers on how to take care of those individuals with certain disorders, correct? That is correct. But the most important thing is that we are actually locally owned. We are part of a nationwide franchise that does have a great name um, in the area for home care services. But we are locally owned by Keith Carter. He purchased this franchise for the Shreveport-Bossier area in 2014. He and his family live right here in Shreveport, and um, they just have a they just take great pride in helping families and their loved ones because Keith experienced this himself, and so he decided that you know what, other people are going to need this help too. So maybe I should just go ahead and step off in it and buy this and. And it's worked out really well. Well, that, that's important. And he's a great guy. I know him. 
And I want to say, give our shout-outs to him. He brought two great staff here to be on, on the show. Sometimes he doesn't like to get the limelight. But, uh, again, I'm glad to have you two ladies ladies here as well. So what is your coverage area? So my listeners out here in, in listening land here are going to be asking, I know, uh, what is – what is what is always Best Care's coverage area for people that might want to call in? We'll give them, give them the number after you tell us this. We provide senior care for many communities around northwest Louisiana, including Caddo, Bossier, Webster, Claiborne, Bienville, and Red River. And so they could call 318-424-5300. That's right? That is correct. 24-7. 24-7 that will be answered. And, and we're going to talk about it in a little minute, but uh, you do call in this number Let's say if they're if you're listening in Texas or Arkansas, they do not cover that area, but they may have an always best care uh, affiliate that in you know, those particular areas that could help you. Is that right? Absolutely, and we do have people that call occasionally looking for services in other states, um, different areas. We always refer them to the national always best care franchise number so that they're able to get the assistance that they need. Okay, and you also have your own website at www.abc-shreveport.com. That is correct. And I love I love organizations that have websites, even for me, seniors like me and boomers like me. We always love to investigate and check out the services. So if you're having your mother or your father here and you're in Nova Scotia, you can check you can check out the services. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned the website because one of the uh, most recent features that were added, some people may not be comfortable calling. Uh, we do have a feature on the website that allows them to request for us to call them back. They just put in some basic information. Um, about what their needs are and then someone from our team will give them a call and discuss those needs so if they don't feel comfortable calling 318-424-5300 they can go to abc-report.com and put in their information there okay so here's the here's the question i'm sure a lot of the family members out there how, how do i know that my loved one needs the services of home care services how, how do they what what are some indications there if you're trying to determine if your loved one needs in-home care, there's a couple of questions that you need to be asking yourself. Um, are they struggling because they don't want to lose their independence? Are they a fall risk? Have they been sick recently? Has there been a hospitalization? Sometimes there's warning signs that's going to indicate that the loved ones may need in-home care. And it can include memory problems, um, accidents, again, such as falling, struggling to perform just basic daily tasks, the things that we take for granted every day, bathing, dressing, grooming, toileting, uh, cooking a meal, um, going to the store, you know, maybe, maybe checking their mail or providing pet care. If there's someone that is struggling with any of these activities, they need to be looking into home care, and we would love to help them. And, and that's the important thing is they may not need it, but hopefully you see your mother, your father, your grandfather, uh, your grandmother, or your other, some relative, and you're yeah. seeing they're having these indications. A lot of them are going to be in denial. They're going to say, I don't need that. They right? are. They are. And so how do you deal with that, Maria? When we have seniors that are struggling with independence, that's a very hard uh, that's a very hard bridge to cross. And so, whenever they call and they're requesting information, I always try to set up a time to go out and I like to meet with the families. I want to meet with the client, and I just sit and I discuss the services that we offer and the things that we can provide. And while we're visiting and I'm observing them and what's going on in their household and the interaction between uh, maybe the potential client and their families, I you know throw out the things that it, it 
that becomes apparent to me during our speaking is the client uh, forgetting what they're saying or they fidgeting. These are maybe things that we can help you with. If they're constantly reaching for their drink and not able to grab it, maybe we can, you know, provide the service and, and help you by fixing meals or just whatever. I like to pick up on their cues. I want to visit with them, find out what their needs are get them to give us an opportunity, you know, to come in and just see what we can do to help. Many times we can. But I want to caution our listeners out there. They're going to be doing this free assessment. You're going to call them. It's free of charge, which Mm -hmm. I highly recommend you. But occasionally when Maria and her staff go out there, they may determine that that person may not be eligible. That is true. That is true. If it's not a service that we can provide for them, then I'm going to refer you to who? can provide you the service that you need. Um, It may be a service that is greater than what we offer, or it may be one that is less because you're just not quite meeting the criteria for the in-home care that we provide. But we're going to refer you for who is going to best provide for your needs. Because sometimes family members say, well, why can't you do that? Why can't you take care of the wound? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to refer you. You're doing skilled services here. You can. You're not licensed to do skilled services. We are not. We are non-medical. But we're going to refer you to an agency that can help you. And that's the the thing I want to mention to Mary and Heather that uh, because I've had some experience in this where uh, we, we were fortunate, unlike Keith, we had both a certified skill level as well as a non-skilled level so we could blend and whenever somebody came on service on one we could actually move them to the other service automatically but you're going to give them the opportunity in case mom or dad needs more than what's been provided for example they get discharged from the hospital needing continued care at home you can't provide the PT services at home we right. cannot, but we can refer you to someone who can, and I'm going to um, walk them through the process, give them Good. all the referral That's information great. that they need. Well, and we do have local partnerships um, that we understand this is about taking care of your loved one. It's not necessarily about us making a dollar off of you. Okay. This is to make sure that your loved one receives the proper care. And that's why we have forged these partnerships with some of our other local agencies. And likewise, they refer to us if they see that they don't need quite as extensive as what they offer, then they refer them to us so that the person never feels like someone dropped the ball and they just got left not knowing what to do next. Okay, let's let's elaborate on that so our listeners understand. So... Uh, the question being that you have a, a client and the family member says, uh, my, my mother's already under home health, but the home health only comes two or three times a week, and I want somebody with my mother 24 hours a day. That's so, where our services are going to come into play. So we would step up. We're going to work with the, the client and the client's family to come up with a schedule that best works for them, whether that is 24-hour care or whether it is a caregiver going in daily. What best works for their needs is what we're right. going to do to provide the services that they need. So you'll be coordinating your services Absolutely. with the home health agent, the certified home health agency, that she may be getting wound care, but she's not walking around very well, and they the home health aid doesn't come in that often to, to, to assist as well. So it, it's great to know that there's a teamwork effort here, this coordinated effort. And, you know, Medicare does allow it. So it's not some people say, well, I, 
I can't have two services at the same time. Well, they're doing two different two different types of services here, you know, right? That's well, correct. that is correct, absolutely. And you know, the, the one side, and so the other misnomer that we need to explain to our listeners uh, is that sometimes most of your services are not covered by Medicare or Medicaid, correct? At this time, we do not accept Medicare or Medicaid. However, we do accept private pay, long-term care. Uh, we do a lot with the VA locally. Um, if you have any questions whatsoever, if you'll give us a call, I will be more than happy to talk to you. I will walk you through the process, and I will tell you exactly who you need to contact in order to get the and Maria, that's made. one thing I've had people on my show t- discussing about the, the Medicare, I mean, excuse me, the Veterans uh, Home Independent Care Services at Home. It's very, it's most, one of the most unutilized in the whole United States. It is. That is correct. And it's um, something I'll be more than happy to discuss and walk through. So there's, you know, there, be sure in case your loved one needs that, if they served in the, in, in the military in the past, it could be World War II, mm-hmm. Vietnam War, whatever. Also, their widows are and eligible. And widows are eligible, yes. That Absolutely. Is, a lot of people do not think. And it's free of charge. It's free of charge for the veteran or the widow, and they will determine what plan of care is best for them at the hospital, contact us, and then we go from there with it. So I'm glad when you do your when you do your admission criteria and then somebody you can say, ma'am or sir, you might be eligible. We're gonna we're gonna help you through the process, which is which is remarkable. And that should be the way that most agencies should do it. But a professional agency like you, you're well aware of these particular things. Absolutely. And that's, that's important. So we talked about determining the loved one needs home care services, but I want you to emphasize to our listeners what's the advantages of getting services through you. Well, research shows that elderly adults recover faster with fewer complications at home than when they're in a hospital. And being at home is going to allow uh, adults to stick to their routines in a familiar surrounding and to maintain the sense of normalcy in their lives. By managing health conditions at home, elderly adults may be able to avoid unnecessary hospital visits. There's no better place to be when you don't feel well than simply being at home. Uh, and we want to make sure that they stay there. That's that's why they bring us in. So home care is going to allow seniors and their families to enjoy their time together, knowing that the senior is well cared for. And, you know, the important aspect of that is you mentioned that it, it, stri- it puts a little bit. The family members may not have enough time. They may be out of town and they have a loved one in town that needs a little bit of encouragement to bring back to the regular routine recovery. As you mentioned, recovering faster from an illness that you know may may or not have had problems before, but you're right, it's gonna avoid complications and you don't want to go back in the hospital. I mean, that's the worst place to hate to be. I mean, you need to get in and out of the hospital as quickly as possible and not return. Well, for lack of better terms, as Maria said on our way here, just discussing in the car is that your body is already acclimated to the germs in your home most of the time. <laughs> so when you're home, your body knows that. Um, it's not trying to fight off additional germs that may they may encounter while they're in the hospital. So when they can come home, it's just it just gives them that feeling that everything's going to be okay. One of the things that people forget, though, is that in coming home, you need to have someone there to care for them because it may take them a little time to get back on their feet just to do the regular things that they need to do. And having someone there providing that care, if a family member cannot do it, it will allow them to rec- not only recover faster because of the t- fact that they're not having to get up and do it their- themselves, no matter how 
minuscule the chore may seem, something as simple as getting a glass of water. If someone can bring them that and they have it immediately available to them, then that also makes that makes them feel better to know that someone is there. And that may be the only person they see all week or all day. And, that, and that's the important thing. The interaction with your caregivers is, is the positive thing. Makes them makes them more positive themselves. They're not going to be gloomy all, and they're not going to be sitting watching depressive television shows that makes them feel worse and feel bad, right? Right. Exactly. And as far as um, recent hospital admission and discharge, I tend to find that clients are going to fall into one of two categories. You're going to have your client who has either recently got out of the hospital or had a procedure. They're now home. Their loved ones come in for the procedure, and then they feel like they need to entertain their loved ones. They forget that they're the ones that need to be taken care of. So they're trying to take care of everyone else in the process. They're not healing. Or you're going to have your client who um, doesn't want to maybe do the therapy that they're being prescribed. They don't want to get up and walk. They're not wanting to try to do maybe a little bit more than than they are doing sitting in the recliner. We're wanting them to get up. We're wanting them to walk. We're wanting them to move. They're needing to move to the bed to sleep, not sleep in the chair, that type thing. And the family doesn't want to push them, and so they just... They sit there, and then it's not good for recovery. That's where our caregivers come into play because we are not part of the family. Um, they're more likely to not want to entertain us, and they are more likely to want <laughs> to follow through the things that they need to do, such as getting up, moving, or sitting down and resting. They follow direction a little bit better. You're we the, all do. And you're the advocates, and you're the you're the yeah. To, yeah you're, you're you're advocating them to be even indirectly, not directly, telling Mrs. Jones or Mrs. Fred here, you, you need to get up and move. And I think they they probably respect you rather than their son coming, mom. You need to get up and move around, right? That's correct. that's true. And and uh, the other important, I think you mentioned it that you're going to give the peace of mind to the family because there's a lot of long distance caregiving that's taking place. Absolutely. Throughout the United States. I mean, I, there's a lot of young people that are moving out of the area, and their mother and father may be home alone, and, and uh, they need somebody to be their eyes and ears. They don't have any relatives or nobody willing from the church or somebody to come by and visit. There may be some church members, but they can't be available all the time, right? Well, that's correct. And, again, even with those people coming by and doing those things, they're less likely to give them that nudge to hey, let's do a little more today. Because our caregivers can see when they're struggling and dial it back or push them a little harder if they see that they need to be pushed a little harder. And that's also the time that Maria will then go out and reassess their plan of care because they may have progressed to the point that it's time to uh, put more you know, activities in there for them and she'll go out, reassess, and then give our caregiver the new plan that says now these are the things that we're going to be doing for them. And since we personalize our one-on-one care, our caregivers are their number one. If we're taking care of our caregivers, our caregivers are taking care of our clients, everybody's happy and that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that they're getting that personalized one-on-one care. We want caregivers to encourage independence and foster a sense of self-worth in each and every individual. We want to make sure that we are doing companionship and engagement for our adults. We want to provide for all of their needs, um, personal, well-being, everything. You know, and that and that's critical when you care when you have a care plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, something formalized. It's agreement 
Uh, I don't know if you share it with the with the client, but uh, do you? I don't know if you do. We do. do. We do. Some um, don't, but some want to keep it within the family members. But it's good that you tell them what's going to be done and what's not going to be done and uh, what your family members want us to do for you, right? When we go in or when I go in and I do an initial assessment and write the plan of care, again, I like to meet with the client and with their immediate family because everybody has to be on the same page. So I want to make sure that we're all on board and we all have a very clear plan of action. Um, I take the information that I gather from that meeting back to the office. I'm going to write that plan of care. I'm going to come up with the top five items that are most important to the family and client that we complete. We put together a personalized binder that goes into their home. It's a copy of all of the information that we went over, everything that they signed, um, incident reports, agreements, uh, plan of cares, top five progress notes. We do it all, and it stays in their home. Excellent. And the family is always more than welcome to take a look at it. We do adhere to HIPAA. Anything that we learn about them or their families while we're there goes no further than a need-to-be basis. That need-to-be is only between the caregivers and the office, uh, and then those that the family and our client deems that needs to know. And, and that's important that you, you keep that confidential because uh, they, you, they can't have that protection if they're doing a private caregiver. That is correct. <laughs> and we want to make sure that everything that we're learning, again, HIPAA is very private. We're not going to share it. We want to make sure that they are staying safe, uh, licensed, insured, and bonded. We thoroughly screen all of our caregivers that are coming in. Um, And you educate them on how to take care of individuals. Absolutely. They go through an initial 14-hour training course. At the end of that 14 hours, then they are evaluated after the first 30 days. Again, at 90 days, we update our plan of care every six months and also evaluate our caregivers every six months. They're required to do eight hours of ongoing training yearly, and we do have uh, quarterly in-services three times a year. That's remarkable. That ongoing training and then keeping them up to date, making sure you have good qualified caregivers. Uh, the other thing that I would like to elaborate on when we were talking about the privacy part of it is that um, our caregivers and our clients do not share phone numbers. All correspondence is done through the office. If the client has a need that they need to tell their caregiver, they call us, we relay the information. If the caregiver sees that there's a need for the client, they call us, we relay the information. And the reason for that is to prevent any discrepancies of any information that was relayed that, well, the caregiver didn't show up. Well, I called her and she said she was running late. We, they are our employee. We need to know that. Therefore, the client doesn't ever have to worry about the burden of correcting them or going through any other situations with them that may be troublesome to them or the family. So let's emphasize the fact that your caregivers of always best care are are hired and employed by you. That is correct. And that's very unique because very few other, if you hire somebody privately, they're going to be independently person that you're going to be hiring Mrs. Jones to take care of your mother. Well, that's correct. And if, if you hire someone privately... And you can't do all the proper screening, and they and there's no licensing, bonding, or anything. And your caregiver calls in and can't make it. Well, you don't have another caregiver to call. However, with an agency like us, if the caregiver gets sick and can't make it, then if we can't find a caregiver, someone from the office who is trained and skilled will be going to fill that shift so that your loved one isn't going without care. And that is so critical. The scheduling. People think they only need one caregiver to take care of mom. Mm-hmm. 
Life <laughs> happens to everybody. That's right. And that, that's, the, that's the other advantages of using a, an agency like Always Best Care, that you've got that backup. You've got that trained caregivers, and, and that's so critical. When, when I tell people uh, that, you know, a few dollars more, it's like an insurance policy, that you're going to have a, a, their whole caregiver force behind you. Uh, if your one caregiver doesn't show up, they're going to send somebody else to take care of your mom and dad. So well, that's the, correct. The continuation of services. But we can there. also we can also provide for if if you want one of your family members to be your caregiver, we can actually screen them and do background checks on them, and we can actually hire them so that the burden then isn't on the family if the family member doesn't do their job. But you want to give them a chance. They can work for us, and and we can do that. That way, you're comfortable with who's coming in your home. But also, if it doesn't work out, we can handle that portion of it, too. Okay, so I'm sure you get the, the comment from people. I'm going to, once you tell them the rates, et cetera, based upon the care plan, I don't know if you, how you determine your rates before the, after the care plan or basic range of rates. Um, we don't have to go into that. But the aspect I want to m- mention is that the, the importance is they're going to say, well, I already have for three caregivers that I'm satisfied with. There are, I pay them cash money every week, and et cetera, et cetera. So what I want, to, want you to mention to hiring private caregivers has risk involved. Absolutely. If you're paying someone in cash uh, to come in and provide that service for you, are you really assured that they're not just taking what you're giving them? Maybe there's a little bit of fringe benefit there. We license, insure, and bond. So if for any reason we have something that comes up missing, then we're going to follow it to the very end. We're going to find out. If we have caregivers that have anything on their backgrounds at all, we're not going to move forward. So that's where license, insure, and bonding, screening, having an actual employee comes into play. If I'm hiring somebody from the bus stop, it's a warm body, and that's great. But we don't want to do that. When Again, when I'm going in and meeting, I'm not just sending someone into their home so that we can make a dollar. I want them to make a connection. I want my caregivers to go in, and I want them to anticipate the client's need before the client even knows that they have a need. We're in the business of staffing people, not just banking money and staffing a, a opening. Well, all good points. And the other point you might say that, uh, the son may hire a caregiver from either the bus station or from referrals, and that caregiver is going to be there sitting, probably not doing anything with no care plan, what what to do with the mom. The son's going to say, just take care of her. We're not a set of service. And so they're all thinking that that's what they're going to get, and that's and, not going to provide anything better thing for their some, mother. That's correct. They may have someone sitting there on their cell phone the entire day, whereas if it gets reported to us that one of our caregivers is doing that, there are repercussions <laughs> to be had, and so again, no one, no one but us has that burden to handle, and the family can stay out of it. I have to say, we have an amazing group of of caregivers, both ladies and gentlemen, that work for us. We employ both male and female caregivers. Um, we have CNAs, we have DSWs, and they are an amazing group. And if we did not have the caregivers that we have providing the care at the level they provided at 
then we wouldn't be sitting here because they are the backbone of Always Best Care. They have to be. And they go in and they truly treat their clients as they would want someone to treat their loved ones. It is a labor of love for sure. It has to be. You don't go into this business um, to get rich and you don't get into it because it's easy. It is very, very demanding, and I know that but they so take so much home. Oh, it is. It is. They take so much home, but we love our clients. Okay, but one one last point. I will always, uh, again, I told you I very advocated the fact, be careful out there if you're hiring private caregivers. There's so many other risks involved. For example, uh, I know of one case involving a person that, uh, uh, was involved taking care of a loved one at home. The loved one at home weighed 275 pounds. The caregiver was a petite young person, uh, picked up the person, the person fell and hurt the client. The, the family member got onto the caregiver, then the caregiver filed a lawsuit because her back was was out of joint because of picking up the mother and falling. Lawsuits were all involved. Uh, the family ended up losing half a million dollars. Correct. Call Always Best Care. That's right. 318-424-5300. But no, but Heather and Maria, you got to hear the rest of the story. So this family saved $2 per hour and they ended up giving how do you pay half a million dollars to this particular caregiver. And, and, it, I, and we, I, it's we, tragic. My agency ended up taking it over private afterward. It was a mess. It's tragic. It, it really was, is. It was a mess. And, this, and the mother still needed care. That's correct. <laughs> and she lived for many years, was taking care of her for those years. But again, that's, that's, that is a true story there. Always Best Care, who serves the Shreveport and Bossier City area with home care services. You can always reach them at 318-424-5300. Again, that's 318-424-5300. If you missed that number, ladies and gentlemen, you can always pick up an issue of the Best of Times or Silver Pages, and they're they're listed in those two publications as well. So we're talking about where services can be provided. Of course, at home, uh, apartment, but I want you to explain, it can be provided in nursing home as well as an assisted living facility. Is that right, Maria? Yes, that is correct. We provide home care services in nursing homes, assisted living, anywhere that you call home, we can go. Uh, we can even provide to someone who has a loved one and, and having hospital stay. We can go in and provide those services as well. And, and another thing, I, I, I know this has happened before because been there done that. I'm, I'm sure you provided. They could be visiting town with a loved one that needs to be watched for four hours or more. I know what your minimum and We'll talk about that quickly. Uh, let's say in one of the casino hotels or one of the hotels in the area. Absolutely. We can do on-site as well. Because you don't need to have a homebound criteria no. like Medicare does. Now, many times no. at the holidays, we will have families contact us because their aunt, uncle, loved one is coming in town and may require just the types of services that we provide, mm-hmm. just getting them to and from the restroom and different things like that. And so we will go out, set up a plan of care, even if it's just for three or four days. So do you have a minimum? We do. We have a minimum of four hours per visit. Um, And as Heather was saying, we have 
quite a few times went out and just provided temporary services. It may just be for one or two days, or it may be for up to two or three weeks while they have loved ones in town. Or so, maybe so their loved ones. So four hours the minimum, but you can provide 24-hour care with different shifts of various. All right, mm-hmm. and they can provide it to, to meet their schedule. But again, it doesn't. It's not worthwhile to the individual if to be there. You know, just one hour. I mean, you can barely say hello to be able to take care of the the, the father, mother, or grandfather in just one hour. Correct. So the other thing, let's quickly talk about the kinds of services that you provide so we can explain to people out there what what services you provide. No personal care, right? Yes. We also provide companionship, meal prep, uh, transfer assistance, personal care, bathing, dressing, grooming, toileting, uh, transportation to and from appointments. We run errands. We provide Alzheimer's and dementia care. We also can provide assistance if someone is looking into um, living assisted living facilities. We can provide assistance with that as well. Wow, that's super. So one last caveat uh, question. Let's determine the differences between certified home health agencies and private home care services that you provide at Always Best Care. So major differences? Home health typically is more hands-on with medical care. Um, They're going to be going in, they're going to be evaluating their medication, they're going to be doing the medical care. We are a non-medical service. We we are not doing wound care. Uh, We are not setting up or changing medications, um, anything like that. We are there to provide for their basic personal Need. And their act, their activities of daily living. And and the other aspects is though maybe a family member says, well, we need to get somebody to help in the pill, the the, the pill allotment, the pill. But the family members can do that. That is correct. Um, we are mandated by law, and we are not able to do medication as far as filling it. It's considered dosing. What we can do though is medication reminders, and it's really very simple. We just have the family go and they get the daily pill monitors from your pharmacy. They set up the medications. We come in and then part of our daily routine is to remind the client to take their medications. We can open those pill boxes, you know, put it into their hand or onto their paper towel or their medicine container or whatever. As long as it's pre-sorted. Right, and assist them with that. We can remind well, Reminders are important. Yes. We that's, cannot that's a, dose, but we can remind. So the other aspect that I want to emphasize is that you develop a care plan, which is real critical. And that, 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 it, that makes the understanding with the client, the family, and even your, your organization of what's going to be done. And it could change in a month, a week, whatever, but at least you have it written. And it's, it's determined that when you tell a caregiver, this is what she or he's going to be doing. Absolutely. We want the client to get the care that they need. We want everything to be done properly. Likewise, we want our caregivers to know what they need to be doing when they get there because every client is different and many times it is ever-evolving. So we update that plan of care at least every six months and then each time that there's hospitalization or if there's any change to their needs whatsoever, then I go out, reassess, um, and do an updated plan of care. So tell our listeners again that your caregivers are not self-employed. They are not. They are licensed, insured, and bonded employed by Always Best Care. We do background checks extensively upon hire. Um, We want to make sure that they're doing all of their training. They go through the initial 14 hours with that being in-house and online with, with our 
credentialing company. We also do eight hours every year thereafter and three hours of mandatory in-services. So if a, if a person, a family member today is listening to the show, they need to call the number 318-424-5300. So what, what is the steps involved? After they call, I need services for my mother. What do you tell them? They're going to refer them to me, and I'm going to get some basic information from them, um, address, phone number, set up a time to come out, do an intake. It's a free consultation. I will sit with them. We'll discuss their, their loved one's needs. Again, meet with the loved one, see how they feel about our services coming in. I'll provide them with all of the information that we have, and if we are a good fit, then I'm going to tell them what we can do to assist. If this service is not necessarily the one that they need at this time, then I'm going to refer them to someone else who can give them the services that will help them. So then you develop that care plan, and then you work with the family or whomever about financing logistics, and Absolutely. when is it going to be implemented? Absolutely. So I'm sure you have a lot of people that says, Maria, I wanted to start tonight. <laughs> that you call, they call in the morning. I wanted to start tonight with my mother. And we we have done that. We have actually done that. And if it's of urgency and we do not have a caregiver, Maria actually goes herself and wow. sits with them. She has done it. Wow. We do what we need to do to provide the care for their loved one and to make sure that everyone stays safe. Um, and as Heather said, we have had it happen, and we, we make it work. But we, you know, we staff it as soon as possible. When I go in, usually families have a pretty set plan of what they're looking for, and that's always helpful if they know what their schedule is. But if it's not, we're going we're gonna to play it by ear. We wing it. Well, that's good to know. So in closing, what else can you tell our listeners about Always Best Care? That uh, Why should they pick you? Because we're number one. We're number one. <laughs> that's right. Why wouldn't they want to pick Always Best Care? Keith is looking for that answer <laughs> right now. Because we're Always Best Care. I, li- I right. like the name. I like the name. Always Best Care is, is very good, very tinging. I'll be honest. I have known Keith for, I've known him for well over 20 years, and Heather has known him much, much longer than I have. But, um... When he stepped out and took you know took this franchise over and bought it, he did it for all the right reasons. And I could not honestly picture myself working for another home care agency. I really, really can't. Um, he does make sure that we put our caregivers and our clients first. He is dedicated to making sure that we stay on top of things to provide the very best of care and that we are always on the cusp of what's upcoming and new and he has great ideas and he makes sure that we stay on our toes implementing those and he truly has our clients best interests at heart every time well thank you ladies for joining us today you're excellent uh providing us some great information again if you want to contact always best care for services for your your loved one do call them at 318-424-5300 visit their website at www.abc-report Thank you, ladies, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you for listening to our show. Hope you join us next Saturday for another interesting show that could benefit you or your loved ones. Don't forget to pick up your your free copy of the Best of Times at one of our 270 distribution locations. May God bless you your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Caligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. 
Thanks for listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for more Best of Times. This is 1017 FM and 710 Keel.